0: Hi listeners, this is Angelina. Welcome back to Angel Talk. Um, This segment is going to be about our inner self-saboteur, okay? So, you may have heard this before, um, but every single one of us has had a negative thought about ourselves at some point in our lives. To be honest, we are our harshest critics. And knowing how much we've done bad in our lives makes it so much easier to see what everyone else does better than us. And that's just the harsh truth. There are so many ways um, that I guess you can go about helping yourself. But before we talk about that, let's talk about the self-sabotage. So self-sabotage is something that something in you um, that critiques yourself and keeps you from making progress in your personal life so having said that its I think it's a lot harder for people to recognize When that self-saboteur is so fucking loud that we can't focus on our own voices. We can't focus on that quiet, positive voice in the back of our head that tells us the things that we have done right. And the negative has always seemed to find a way to outweigh the positive. But the thing about that is that it can change. Things can get better. Okay, self-sabotage signs are more than likely going to be like the down-talking to yourself. I used to have a self-saboteur, would always get to me, always talk to me about my weight. You're just too fat this week. You need to eat less. You know what you need to be doing and you're failing. You haven't exercised at all this week. You did that wrong. I'm dumb, (laughs) I'm not pretty, and even self-sabotage goes as far as even not being able to accept compliments from people, even though you know that they're being sincere to you, it's hard for you to accept those things, being told to yourself, because it's something you're not used to yourself telling you, you have trained your mind at this point or your mind has trained itself to recognize things that are familiar. If all the negative things in your mind are more f- familiar to you, excuse me, than the positive things and you hear them a lot more in your head, you are going to end up manifesting manifesting that image of yourself to yourself. And sometimes it's something we can't really help So if you know an insecure person, and they can't really accept your compliment, be understanding and be patient that they're not seeing the same thing that you do. Okay, be patient with that because you've probably had an inner saboteur at some point in your life yourself. I'm famous. (laughs) People texting me while I'm doing my podcast. I'm all of a sudden famous. Nobody wants to talk to me. (laughs) Anyway. Those type of things keep you from your growth. They keep you from moving past what has hurt you. And growing out of it. Being a better person as a whole. And knowing your worth. Is really hard to do. When you're not seeing or really taking anything in that's positive. So some ways that we can identify um, some things that I wrote down about figuring how to fight that saboteur, how to make that voice quieter and to make the positive voice a lot louder in your mind. And hopefully this helps. Um, But the first one that I wrote down was setting goals. Okay, making plans for your self-esteem. And you may think, oh, why would that help my self-esteem? Well, people, okay, think about the people that like to go for jogs and runs. Okay. They're usually the happiest people, the most grounded and most calm people. Because they're always they're always thinking about the fact that they've worked hard. They look in the mirror, they see the hard work, they recognize it every day, they wake up confident and they do it again because they know that it's something that helps them move away from that saboteur that's going to beat them down and tell them that they're not healthy enough and that they're not running enough, okay? Making plans, I like to just go for a car ride. I have really bad anxiety and depression, and sometimes just sitting here, even with my husband or my dog, I'm just, I start to get really, really fidgety, and I start to feel down, like I'm not doing anything with myself, like I'm not doing thing with my life, okay? That's when I notice I start myself, sorry start to talk about oh like I never have plans like I don't do anything I don't I'm not I don't you know what I mean it's just there's so many things that make me overthink throughout the day when I'm just sitting here that it's good for me just to get out and the way I like to do that is with my car I do puzzles like jigsaw puzzles um, watching TV even helps with that, just for the simple fact is that it is distracting you from the things that you have to think about on on a daily basis. So setting goals, making plans to help your self-esteem, you know what I mean, to help your body recognize that you're actively doing something with your body in your life. You're moving, you're walking around, you're looking at trees, you're looking at a sunset, all of that stuff is little and cheap. Okay? <laughs> that stuff's cheap. Nature's cheap. If you want to walk outside your door, walk outside to the nearest tree. <laughs> but painting, art, expressive writing. I like to write poetry. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of things to do. Look at beautiful things distract yourself think about how they did that art look at a painting and be like how did they do that that's incredible look at all that texture you know what i mean it's the little things that um that really make life a lot easier to live and it makes it easier for that self-saboteur to once again like i said being quieted down Um, it's also important to take some time to self-reflect. I've had a lot of time to self-reflect, personally. Um, it actually has done me a lot, a lot better than it has done me worse. And I've had a lot of growth from sitting here and thinking, did I do the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? What can I do to be better? Am I the best me? So many questions I ask myself. Continuously. But those are the things that are really important. Those questions that come up about yourself are actually important. And if you have those questions, you should think more into them. Actively think about what you have done in your life to either put in good or bad. Am I more of a giver than a taker? Am I a bitch? Or do I just have standards? (laughs) Am I an asshole? Or am I just quiet, soft-spoken? Do I just not like confrontation? Do I just not like when people come to me and talk to me and socialize with me? When I'm thinking about so many things that don't include them. They're not important in that moment. But we have to take time to reflect on Everything, every decision that we have made, just so that we can learn from the wrong decisions and move forward, continuing to make the right decisions. So, self reflection is going to be the second one that we talk about. Let's talk about recognizing those habits, the self sabotaging habits. A habit that helped me overcome that bad habit was listening to myself. When I sit there and look in the mirror and I'm like, ugh, why? (laughs) I'm like, oh, I answer myself. (laughs) Because I'm fabulous. And for me... I'm one of those people that likes to dress nice <laughs> and put on makeup when I'm going somewhere. No matter if it's just for a car ride or a Kroger. Looking fabulous makes me feel fabulous inside. It continues to give. I notice the small details in my face. I notice how far I've come with my journey and self-esteem and with my weight loss. Those things keep me focused on the things that I have to come and on my goals. Recognizing what I'm saying to other people what I'm doing with other people or for other people helps me realize that I'm putting in good some people just do good by habit you might be one of those people you just open the door because you can if you're driving in the country you get over into that shitty gravel next to the grass and you almost swerve into a ditch because you don't want somebody else to have to get over. <laughs> it's the little sacrifices. <laughs> I'm stupid. But anyway, those types of things some people do naturally. It's just how our brains are right, are wired. Pardon me. How our brains are wired. How we feel towards the outside of ourselves. Humans. Dogs. Traffic. A lot of that stuff is impacted on root issues. Well, not on, but by root issues. Root issues include like... Past resentment. Past resentment can really fuck you up. Thinking about the past, bringing it up. Oh, this made me miserable, so I'm going to keep bringing it up in conversation every time I have a conversation. No. You manifest the good things by moving past those things and saying, Oh, that was a shitty part of my life that happened. But moving forward i'm happy i won't have to go through that again there's so many things for us to be positive about and to be happy for and we just have to look for that it's not going to come to us so we need to stop being stubborn and look for those look for those great things even though they're harder to find take the extra minute to scrounge around and look for something that you want to see and I almost guarantee that you'll be a lot happier just by recognizing those things recognizing (laughs) self-sabotage I know I take bunny trails If you can keep up, you're lucky. (laughs) But recognizing those habits and those root issues and realizing what you do good, what you put in that's good, what you manifest that's great, realizing those things will actually help you in the process of healing and feeling better and just knowing that you're better you're worth more than what you're telling yourself. Your anxiety's not gonna let you hear it. But sometimes, you gotta say, fuck it. Inner saboteur, fuck you. I know who I am. You know who you are. Once you accept exactly who you are, as a whole, you're happy. Even if some things have been wrong, The past is not the present for a reason. You have to move forward. You have to move forward to heal. Sometimes you have to hurt to heal. It's just the way it is. But the way that we perceive things changes the outcome. So stay positive. Another tip is just changing that pattern, okay? Changing changing the things that you know drag you down. Like I said, we're, we're, we are our harshest critic, and we recognize the things that we do to hurt ourselves and to make ourselves more critical of ourselves. So, when you look at yourself in the mirror, say, I'm beautiful. I'm worth it. My life is incredible. This world is incredible. The skies are blue. I love my family and my friends. I love myself. It's going to be okay because it will. It will be okay. And telling yourself things that help keep you going makes such a big difference with only a little bit of effort at a time. Baby steps. Sorry, I didn't... (laughs) I didn't go blank exactly. I just want to end this segment by saying that you spend the most time with yourself. Okay? You have to have that peace by yourself before you will have any peace around you you have to have peace with the way your life is going. I know it's hard. If it's hard, you just keep pushing. We don't need to talk about how hard it is. We don't have to keep beating a dead horse. We have to face it head on, deal with it, hopefully come out of it stronger. With that being said, our next segment's going to be talking about depending on yourself when all else fails. So, I'll be back from the break in just a few minutes. Moni- the minutes, minutes. I'll be back from the break in just a few minutes. Hello guys, welcome back to Angel Talk. So, this segment we're going to be talking about depending on yourself when all else fails. So, all of us have, well, for the most part, most of us have been through very trying times in our life. Times where we thought that we just couldn't go on anymore. We thought that it was over. We thought that there was no way that there's any coming back from it but at the end of the day as I stated before the break you do spend the most time with yourself okay so in a way you have to learn to depend on yourself a little more than what you're used to okay if that's not something that you have done it's something that's important for growth. Okay. In a lot of my trying times, I've noticed that I almost, in a way, needed to self-isolate to focus. I needed to self-isolate. <clears throat> not, and I mean, I was depressed, but not such in such a depressed way. More of a way where. You just didn't want distractions. You didn't want anything keeping you from missing on the price. Okay. I needed to be alone with my thoughts. And that own time with my thoughts, it gave me a lot of time to think about how I would cope with this situation. How I would cope with the stress and how to come out of it as a better self as a better me now this is not a lesson that I have ever been taught in my life I've never been taught any how to deal with the situation and come out of it on top better better than you ever were luckily I'm at a good point in my life I'm happy I like to say that I'm blessed, and I think without the time to really think to myself about what needed to change, I wouldn't have been able to, I wouldn't have been able to grow or make any progress. There was too many distractions. There were too many negative people in my life. There were too many people that didn't want me to think about what was pressing me hard. Um... But that's life. And when all else fails, you have yourself. You're the only one who has to be with you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And that's not a bad thing. Learn to really spend that time with yourself and get to know you as a person. I'm one of the people that likes to joke to myself and laugh at my own jokes. Yeah. But. I think that's what made, what has made me love myself a little better. It has opened my eyes to how incredible I can be and how good of a person I can be for myself and for other people. I think it's important for everyone to understand that. But, though... There are some pros to being alone through trying time. There are always the cons, the bullshit that comes out of a situation. (laughs) And that, like I said, was my depression. Okay, I was 13. 12, 13, when I think I started my battle with it, um, some of my family had some issues and those things were pretty close to home. So it it made me think of a lot of things. It made me think about why I wasn't good enough to help them stop continuing their behavior. Why, why couldn't I be that company for them? it was almost like they didn't want me there and I had to ask my why all the time and that was I think what really dug my hole for me. Um, I really wasn't eating, sitting in the dark, I was always alone, I was starting to make bad decisions, smoke cigarettes, drink alcohol, And I was really at a point where people were were a burden to me for being around. I didn't want to answer to anybody. I didn't want to talk to anybody, look or hang out with anyone at all. And depression almost killed my social life. (laughs) If I hadn't been able to grow from that situation and isolate though I think my depression would have taken me down I think it really would have taken me down and put me out for the count <laughs> I just don't know how I would have how I would have made it through anything if I wasn't on my own just thinking 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 taking the moment to step back and think is one of the most important things i have learned to do sorry I love myself more to this day for self-reflecting and thinking and using my brain and putting in the effort and the energy into figuring out how to make things right in my life for me. Some people go through this process sooner rather than later. Some people might go through it when they're 60. I think everyone has that point in their life where they have to give in to the fact that they are stuck with themselves. But you don't have to be your same self. And You have to learn to love who you really are from the inside out. You're beautiful. You're smart. Don't underestimate yourself. You are so much stronger than you think you are. And I am so sorry for anyone who has taught you or shown you any differently about yourself. I apologize for them. Forgiveness is a very important part. That's something that you might self-reflect about. How do I forgive this person? How do I move on from what they've done to hurt me? Most of us have someone that has done us wrong. Return the favor by continuing to do something right for yourself rather than letting your inner saboteur keep you from your growth and healing. Okay. I feel like it's important for a lot of people to know that they're not alone and that things do get better. And there there are people out there that care. this podcast is literally made for people similar to me that have never had that guidance have never had someone to tell them and let them know that they're doing the right or the wrong thing I want to help I want to be that I want to make sure that if you're taking anything from this, it's to love yourself and to try to take small meaningful steps every day towards loving yourself a little more. I'll be back after the break. Mm -hmm. Hi, listeners, I'm back. Um, first and foremost, I would just like to say, if there's anyone listening that needs any help, be sure to call the suicide hotline and speak to a counselor today. 800-273-8255. 800 273 8255 Suicide Hotline I don't want to lose any other person in this world to themselves to their battles I've had family members in the past pass away It's to someone who is suicidal. Sometimes it's something that has been thought out. It's been a plan for someone out there right now for a very long time. If you're noticing any symptoms of depression or being suicidal... Please get them help today so no no more of our family or friends have to lose their battle. I would like to give a quick moment of silence before the end of this podcast for anyone who's lost their lives to a battle of depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, homelessness, helpfulness, I mean helplessness, pardon me, In <laughs> PTSD. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that if any of you need help, that this message has helped you today. Once again, the National Suicide Hotline 800-273-8255 anchor.fm slash angel talk. Thanks for listening.